We are so excited to be back. You are listening to The Table Podcast, and I'm Nicole. And I'm Sophia, and we are so excited to talk with you guys this week. Yes, it is going to be a good time. Um, We're actually super pumped to let you know that we're starting a new series. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're jumping into it. Um, We like really took the time the last two weeks to kind of just introduce um, what The Table Podcast is all about and kind of give you some good context on um, our heart and just why we're creating this. But we're ready to like get into the nitty gritty of it, I think. Yes, I'm so ready to like like, dive in. I feel like we already dived in deep, but but I guess just to be more focused on one specific topic, like I think it's going to be really good and we are really excited. Um, Like Nicole said, we are starting our first official series. Come on, somebody. And do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? Go for it. Okay. Announce it. Okay. Our first series is going to be on transitional seasons. Woo woo. Yes. It's going to be set so good. Um, our series are going to be a series of three weeks. So there will mm-hmm. be three different episodes um, talking about transitional se- uh, seasons and the different things that you might go through during those seasons. Um, but for today, we get to talk about surrender. Yes. But I feel like we should do something fun first. And tell them where we are again because I, I know I was thinking like, about that, but you just kept I, talking. I was, I was like, "Oh, it's awkward." No, you're good. <laughs> I always like talking about it. I feel like it's just become now a thing. Yes, absolutely. We need to continue. Absolutely. So, we actually had teriyaki tonight for dinner. Okay, so whenever we record our podcast, it's also like typically like a working dinner night, and yep. so we like get to hang out, catch up. Like, talk about life, go deep, and then record our podcast. And also do a ton of work for the table. Yeah, of course. <laughs> just so you know, nonprofit work is, like, a lot. It's a lot. If a lot. you want an internship, reach out to us. Yes. We're low-key hiring, but not paid yet. Yes, volunteer. But seriously, yes. like if you need, like, college credit hours and you're listening to this, we'd be more than happy to Pretty have cool. you on. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. But all that to say, we are currently in my kitchen. Yes. Sorry. I didn't even mention that. We are currently in my kitchen. It is a dark, stormy night. It's like there's like this like is it river. A cyclone? Yeah. A cyclone, atmospheric, it something. It's a ton of rain. I'm not a scientist. Ton of rain. It's a ton of rain. Yeah. And it's a dark, stormy night. And we're sitting at my kitchen table. Oh my gosh, I actually have a funny story talking about me not being a scientist. So I was like helping a student, again, Sophie and I are kind of in this teaching gig right now. Um, And I was helping a student after school and the like science teacher dropped by that like teaches a student and was like, "Um, what are you guys working on? And I was like, oh my gosh, this girl just learned like what chloroplast is. (laughs) And so I was like, I'm so like smart. I'm going to like teach her that I like taught her the right word. And literally- No, Sophia knows I think where this is going. Guys, I gave her the wrong definition of what chloroplast is. That's so awkward. <laughs> so That's awkward. absolutely so awkward. I was like, sorry, I'm not a scientist and I have not studied cells since I was in school. So awkward moment for me, but you know, the day can only get better from here, from there. <laughs> we can only hope, right? Exactly. So we're pumped. We're pumped to jump into this series. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really great segue from everything that we've been talking about. Um, into just talking about how important it is to understand the season that we're living as young adults. And I think for a lot of us, that can be defined as a transitional season. Absolutely. And I think even like last week, like hearing our stories, there were just so many different transitional seasons, like throughout our story, right? And what those, (laughs) and like what those like 
looked like and yeah. felt like. And so I think it's really cool that we get to dive a little bit more back into that and like what some of those different lessons were that we learned throughout those times. For sure. And I think what I love about us taking these next three weeks um, to really dive into this series is that we're going to kind of give you like a step-by-step of like what we believe is kind of like the process that we go through when we are in a transitional season. Yeah. And so with that, we're going to start off this week with talking about like the power of surrender. Like how do we live a life that's surrendered? Um, And then finding joy. Like next week, we'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. And then stay tuned because we're going to tell you what's next um, when we jump into the final week of our series. So it's going to be super cool. Yeah, it's going to be really great. Um, I'm really excited, especially I'm excited for all of them. I think that these are all different topics that like I've learned in my life and um, I'm just really excited to jump in. Um, That being said, um, Nicole, do you want to say um, like talk about a season where you and like a transitional season where you had to learn about like surrender? Yeah, I think for me, Surrender is one of those ideas that, um, or just one of those themes in my life that I've been really passionate about continuously um, making sure that I'm reminding myself of because it's just been something that I've constantly had to Mm -hmm. just have as a reminder, I think, like in general. And so like this power of like, how am I consistently opening my hands, letting things go, losing control, Um, especially because I'm just like a really type A, like I'm one on the Enneagram if that if you know anything about that. Like the per- she's a perfectionist. She has to have everything like all of her ducks in a row. Yeah, she knows me well. And so I like hold on to things and I grip things so close to my heart and like so close to like my control. And there's definitely been multiple seasons where I've learned that. But I think for me, really one of the most pivotal seasons where I really had to learn how to surrender um, was I think in this like final year of like college, like during the pandemic and during everything that was going on, um, where really life for the first time in a long time did not go like my way or like the way that I had even like orchestrated or tried to plan. And it was really hard. It was really hard because I've, Sophia said like, I like having all of my ducks in a row. I like kind of knowing what it is that's going to come next. Um, like I'm a big planner. And so being like thrown into this whirlwind of like not knowing um, and really all of my plans being pretty much thrown upside down. It was really difficult. Um, And I think, though, the beauty of that transitional season that I was in was that I was learning the act of surrender at the same time that I was learning that, like, the goodness of God and, like, the goodness of, like, his presence in my life, like, was even more consistent and more evident the more that I was willing to open up my hands and surrender. Mm -hmm. Because it was almost like I was able to acknowledge, like, really the Lord taking over control over things that I had no power of. And that, like, really, I wasn't meant to, like, carry in the first place. And so, long story short is I pretty much, I was in college. I was, like, entering my senior year. Actually, no, I was finishing my junior year when pandemic happened. Um, I, like, had to move home. And I share this, I think, in, like, the first or in last episode um, that I was really looking to, like, not have anything to do with Seattle, especially not something long-term. Um, and so moving back and, like, being told that I had to, like, leave, like, my precious New York City and, like, all the things that I was, like, enjoying about life over there, like, was really difficult. And so I think coming back 
and having to like surrender the idea of like what I thought my life was going to look like for the next year and then what it was going to actually be was a lot. Um, but I think even more than that season, and I'll just be really vulnerable in sharing this, is probably the transitional season that I'm in now. I think this is really when like I have learned in my heart what surrender looks and feels like, but I think I'm now putting it in practice, which mm, I think is a really yeah. different um, and difficult thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so, oh my gosh, if you know me, you know that I will say that like I hate the mundane. And then I think like doing certain things for me is considered mundane, but it's because I've lived this like very non-realistic, like back and forth. Extravagant. Extravagant life the last few years. Um, and so anyways, pandemic happens. And I'm still stuck here. I finished senior year online, which was like totally different. Didn't have a graduation. Um, And then I ended up during that season, like was living in Mexico for a time um, working for a nonprofit over there. And I came back and I was like, okay, Jesus, like due to circumstances that were like out of my control, um, I came back to Seattle and I was like, well, there has to be something more. Because, like, I've surrendered, like, the fact that pandemic happened. Like, I've surrendered the fact that my life doesn't look the same. And, like, where is the more? And so I think now I'm in this season where I'm, like, surrendering just, like, even this perspective and even, like, this idea that I have built in my head that, like, more has to be associated with living this extravagant life. Mm. Um, And instead, like, learning to surrender, like, these big, huge dreams and visions and, like, um really cool and like you know tangible things that the lord has placed in my heart for a reason and this like sense of purpose but saying like lord i am so willing to surrender it because it all belongs to you that i'm gonna like allow you to have control over the season that i'm now in and like accept it and i think like even find like my belonging and find my like new purpose and what it is that i'm living right now and so i think that's really when like you experience um like what it looks like to actually surrender is when like you can almost reach that like place of acceptance. Not that you're not going to continue to like move forward, but I think that like you are accepting where the Lord has you for that moment in time. Yeah, that's super good. So I love that. Spiel for a hot second. No, that's so good. <laughs> and something I wanted to ask you is like, where have you seen like the gifts of the mundane thus far? Mm. Like even though you're still in it and it's hard and it's like yucky sometimes. Like where are the gifts? Yeah, I was actually just talking to a friend about this because I was like, I think not only for the first time have I like accepted it, but you know, when we say something like, oh, like I'm surrendering this or I'm changing this, but it's not to like a few steps later that you actually like are forced to do that. And I feel like that was my case. And I think for myself, it's really in these like small little moments that I would have, and man, you can say like, this is because of my privilege or it's because I was dealt the right cards or because I was just ungrateful or whatnot. But I think that I didn't stop and acknowledge these small things that like really make life um, mm. like beautiful. Yeah. And I think stop like, and smell the roses. Exactly. Yeah. Like stopping and smelling the roses. And I think of like simple things like how cool it is like I can call Sophia and drive 15 minutes and be like, hey, I'll be at your house. Like couldn't do that like four years ago. The fact that like I can spend quality time with my sister and like go to college soccer games with her and, like, support her in that way. Um, the fact that I can, like, be a part of this community at church that's so important to me and, like, get to pour into people that I wasn't able to have one-on-one face contact with. Um, 
the fact that now, like, even in a mundane job that I would have considered before, like, teaching and working with students, like, I can still find so much purpose and fulfillment in that in what I'm pouring into these 11 and 12-year-olds. And so I think in these little things, um, or even something as simple as, like, I get to drive in my car and, like, worship and, like, look at the Seattle, like, beauty that is like fall and like all of these things around me. And so I just think like once you've surrendered it, I love that the Lord will meet you in that surrender and almost like show you the beauty that he has for you in that season that you're in. So good. I love it. Okay. But you tell me, Sophia, what is like a season that you've really had to surrender in? Mm -hmm. And I guess like, how did that affect you? What did it, like, what did it do inside your heart that like kind of changed your perspective on it? Yeah. Um, I think like something I really want to talk about was... (laughs) I'm gonna talk about boys because I feel like that come is on. come on. Maybe she'll preach to me right now because <laughs> I'm gonna talk about guys because I just feel like that because um, you kind of were talking about how you're in the middle of a season. Yeah, and so I want to talk about how I've seen the Lord like make the full circle, right? Because I feel Love like that. That there's there's such beauty, like you were saying, yes, in the moment, and you can see it in the moment, but also it's really cool when you get to step back and you get to see the completed. Come circle. on, yeah, and so um. That's what I'm going to talk about today. So it was my, what was it? Was it my 19th birthday? It was my 19th birthday. You were there. Yeah. We were (laughs) driving downtown because my mom had a jazz gig Mm -hmm. in in a club. And we were going and I was going to sing a couple songs because it was my 19th birthday. And I had some of my other best gals there. And we're driving down this road. Um, And a little backstory is that me and this guy, I mean, how long? That was probably like For years. What? I've I mean, heard about this five guy. Five yeah. or six, six, six years. And I said, thank six. you, Jesus, that he is gone. Okay, wait, you just get him started. Okay, so it was like six years that I we had been on and off. And yeah. I mean, this kid just, it was like a hot mess for those six years, right? Um, and so we're driving the car, downtown Seattle. It's a beautiful day. It's, my, it's sunny. It's my birthday. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. We're all dressed up. And one of my friends... Um, looks at me and she's and she says Sophia I just have such an impression on my heart that you have to let go of this guy and that in that moment I just felt the Lord just gave me this vision and I was chasing I was I was trying to run um, towards the cross and I was trying to go 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 um, and I was trying to drag this guy along mm. with me to the cross. And I and then I was like, okay, hold on. I'll be right back. And I was running towards the cross. And I was running mm. back and trying to have him take a couple more steps, right? And then I was running and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the Lord's like, this is not what I have for you. And I just remember in, in the vision, I had his hand in mine. And I was holding it so tight. Like, I just remember, I looked down in my, and just my knuckles were just red. And I was holding his hand so tight. And and then and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna surrender this. And and so I surrender it, and then the Lord says, turn around, and I turn around, I'm at this ocean, I'm at this beach. And now remember that. It's gonna tie back into the story. Um so I I end up a couple weeks later actually ending the situationship that I had for six years. Gosh, in a car. Else hate situationships. Yeah, <laughs> situationships are the worst. I end up ending that situationship, and um, literally it was a hot mess. Like 
it was just a hot mess. Yeah. Um, and so I end that and I kid you not three months later after I surrendered that, gave that to the Lord and I, and like, I was loving my singleness. I was hmm. like, praise the Lord. I'm done. I'm yes. free to be me. And I was just living my absolute best life. Um, and I was living in complete surrender. And the funny thing is, was during that three months and even into Oscar and I relationship, yeah. I, the Lord, every morning when I woke up, he said, lay your husband at my feet. Lay your husband at my feet. Wow. Lay your husband at my feet. So during that season, I was just laying it all at the feet of Jesus. I was just mm, giving it to him. Yeah. And um, I was just continually just giving it, giving it, giving it to him. And then, um, kid you not, almost three months to the day, I walk up to this soccer field where there's tons of people and um, it's orientation, everyone's new, and that's when I meet Oscar. And if you don't know who Oscar is, Oscar is my now fiance, gonna be my husband. I love him more than anything. He is every answer to prayer I could have ever mm -hmm. asked for. Um, we love a good ending. We to love a, a good ending. Story. Oh. But this this is the main part. It's not Oscar's amazing. Yes, love him. But this is Jesus is the main yeah, part of the story, come on. right? Because. Mm -hmm. I met him. Everything started falling into place. Yeah, it was a bumpy ride at first, but we figured it out because I was so scared. I didn't want to repeat of what had happened with the other guy. And um, but we anyway it started, and eventually it was smooth sailing. And one day, this image popped into my head, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's the image of like this little girl holding this small teddy bear, and then Jesus has this really big one behind his back, and she's like, "But I love it, God." And Jesus is like. Trust me, like I have something better, no, and that, that and that is the mm -hmm. depiction of what I have wow. seen in my life. Like with surrender, I had this little teddy bear toy that I just loved so much. And I just didn't want to give up for six years. Yeah, um, but if I had not surrendered hmm. right then and there, and couple and like took it into action, like right, and if I had not taken it into action, I would have never received the bigger teddy bear. Yeah. But it was because of that act of faith, it was because of that act of trust that I ended up getting that teddy bear. And I think that that is just so true for, right, for so many people. I just feel like sometimes we hold on to things and I was holding on so tight to something that wasn't even meant to be mine in the first place. But mm. the Lord was so graceful with me that he still gave me that bigger teddy bear, right? Wow. And he still, he had that much love for me. Yeah. Um, and I think through that, I just learned that if the Lord is calling you to do something or and you or if you just know in your gut that it's like the right time to do something, like you do it. Hmm. because there is something for you on the other side of that, right? Like if you know in your gut that you normally take a left home, but you could take a right too, right. and for some reason you feel like you need to take a right, take a right. And in those small acts of surrender, that's practicing mm. it, right? That's working it out, like like working it out, right? Like you do a muscle so that when you get to those bigger moments, you can be in that crossroad and immediately choose surrender because you know something's better for you on the other side. That's so true. And I... For some reason, that like was perfect as what was coming into my mind was I heard this um, story one time preached by a pretty like influential worship leader that like has a platform now and she's pretty big in like the like Christian like music culture or whatever and she um, was like preaching this like thing and she was talking about how like when she was first trying to like ask the Lord to like really teach her like the art of surrender she like was like you know. Like, I'll do anything. Like, teach me in the small things. Like, teach me in the big things. Like, I just, like, want to learn how to do this. And I remember, like, this so clearly because I was like, this is kind of ridiculous. But now, 
like after going through my own season of surrender, I'm like, this just makes so much sense. Um, she was at a McDonald's, I guess, like drive through or something one day. And she like was like driving out and she really like clearly just like felt like the Lord telling her like, stop your car and like go pick up that like garbage that like you see on the ground and like throw it in that like garbage bin. She was like, that is ridiculous. Like, why would I do that? Like I have, like, it's not my garbage. Like it's not what I need to do. And like, she just really felt it like in her spirit though. And something about her just like made her seem like, okay, I need to like get on my car and like go do it. And anyways, I like, she doesn't ever like finish like sharing what it was that like she got out of like that moment. And maybe it could have been nothing. Maybe it could have been something. But I think like what you were talking about, Soph, is so good in the sense of like when you begin to like feel that like prompting to surrender or to do something or just to be obedient, I think like sometimes you don't even know why. Like, you don't have an answer. Like, you don't have an instant result. Like, you don't have an instant, like, satisfaction that, like, says, like, okay, like, you did it. Like, here's your reward. Um, it's sometimes you just have to do it. And you might never see, right, like, the impact of that in the moment. Maybe it's for you. Like, you saw it months later. Um, and, like, now, like, as your wedding date, like, it's coming up. Like, you'll see it, like, now years later from, like, that initial moment of surrender, but it's like, wow, sometimes it's chills. just the yeah. act of doing it, right? It's just the act it of is. doing it and of being obedient. Right. And I want to, and something like popped into my head and something was like, but talk to, talk about hmm. when people don't hear that. Yeah. Wow. Right. When you're in those seasons where hmm. you just hear nothing and it is like a blank canvas and you're like, um, I have Come nothing on. to paint. I have been there. Right. I have been there. I'm still there I, in a way, right? The Lord's starting. I'm starting to hear his voice again, whatever. But there was a season there mm. for a while where I just didn't hear the Lord's voice. And I remember talking to my friend, Jacob Kitcha, um, in line in, in a choir waiting to go on. And he was in a similar season with the Lord. And he told me, he was like, you know, sometimes it's like your, it's like your dad's, um, training you to drive the tractor right and he's there he's with you he's telling you when to go left when to go right what to do with the steering wheel etc etc right but at some point the your dad has to get off the tractor yeah it's time for you mm. to drive wow because he has enough trust in you to do the job mm. and so i feel like if you're in that season right of of not knowing and you and you're like I don't know what to do it's it's just doing what you already know is right right because mm. we all all of us right whether you're a Christian or not I believe this have a, a moral sense right yep. you have a sense of left and right and good and evil and all that kind of stuff so I think it's like tapping into that and it, even if you don't hear it or know it or feel in your gut however you or see it in dreams however you may see it or hear from the Lord um, or maybe you don't maybe you don't know him at all right? It's just tapping in to um, that and just trusting what you've already been taught when you were originally driving the tractor. That's good. Yeah. No, and I think that's so important, right? And I think part of it too, and I think this goes for whether you're in the season where like you can like consistently hear the things that you're supposed to surrender or whether that's kind of foggy for you, is I think there's this aspect of like losing fear, like, I think there's this huge aspect of, like, first, you kind of have to take the step of, like, surrendering your fear to do, like, either or. Or I think to even, like, make a mistake or make the wrong decision. And I think for me in my season of, like, surrender, even now, but I, like, even think of, like, a few years back, right, when I even um, was having to surrender some things in order to, like, make the decision of, like, where I was going to go to school, of, like, taking certain opportunities. I, like, for some reason... 
I, this picture comes up to my head a lot, but it's, um, if you've seen the movie Moana, like when she's like this little girl, right? She's like this little baby. And she's she's like, so cute. Walking, I love Moana. <laughs> me too. And she's walking to the shore and like her bravery in that moment to just like go like be obedient to like the calling that was inside of her. Like this sense that like she just had within her was to like go to the water and like she goes and like she touches, I can't remember what it was, like some shell or something. Mm-hmm. And literally like the water parts, mm-hmm. like it parts into two and like she sees like, you know, what it was thing, at her yeah. future, like the next thing. I think so many times in my life, it's had to, it's needed to be that moment of not only surrendering, right? And like, but I think that moment of obedience of like, in my obedience, I'm surrendering my fear. And in my obedience, I'm just like taking the next little step, whether that's just like me choosing to do the right thing or whether it's me just choosing to trust my gut. Um, And like, whatever that next step is, I fully believe because I've seen it in my own life that like the Lord meets you in the act of obedience. And I think like, man, I remember moving to New York and like being like, I don't know his soul. Like, what the heck am I doing here? One, yeah. like I have no family. I have no friends. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, or taking other opportunities where I'm like, why the heck would I like, even the last one, like, why would I go to Mexico and live there when I like just graduated? Like I have my bachelor's, like, why would I not do something else in this moment in time? But I think like when you can lose that fear to surrender and when you can like accept the fact that the best thing that you can do is just be obedient to like that spirit that lives inside of you, man, like the Lord parts the waves, yeah, like in a way that I think like you can't even imagine. And so for me, that's been a big lesson in my life. Yeah. Like, how do I surrender my fear? Yeah. My fear to either do things right or do things wrong, but just to just be obedient regardless yeah. of what it is that I need to do. Yeah. And that's funny that you say beach, right? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't, tie, oh. I didn't even tie this in, that right? Is... I was like, you said beach, and I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't even tie Come on. it in. To Talk like... about the Holy Spirit. Yeah, really? Even, like, <laughs> telling us what to say right now. Really? No, because I totally like forgot, because remember I said to remember the beach right this is not planned we don't plan out these conversations yeah we just kind of talk but that's so funny right because i i don't know if you guys remember but in my original when i was talking about oh i'm driving downtown my friends on the first day and i have that vision i turned around and i saw the beach that same beach right that i saw in that vision I had a ton of different pictures like flash through my um, head um, or and like in my vision, right? And all of those same images on this trip with my parents and Oscar when he proposed to me were of those same beaches. Where Stop. He I'm really to me. getting chills like hearing that. He really, he proposed to me on that same beach that I saw. I saw all of those same beaches. I said, and hi, so- Lord, if you want to start giving me visions. <laughs> about my engagement i'm accepting of it yeah but it's so funny right they tied in that moana thing Mm -hmm. right because like those little seashells right and i just know and the lord is also giving me this other vision i don't i don't really see oscar and i ever in a boat together in the middle of the ocean but it's just it's this it's this boat where um i'm in one boat and oscar's in the and and now i know and i see it's oscar in the other boat and jesus is in the boat with both of Mm. us and it's our boats coming together and we go off into the sea. Right. Mm. And I think that there's just something so cool about like your Moana thing with the beach and my (laughs) vision of the beach. No, seriously, because there's just like, it's so funny, right? Cause you're, you're on a beach, but in front of you, 
it, it, when you're just standing on the beach, it's vast. It's, mm-hmm. it's enormous, right? There's so much in there that you don't understand, that yeah. you don't comprehend. But yet at the same time, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what comes too with surrender, wow. right? It's this vastness. And you might not know what's in front of you, but mm-hmm. you know it's beautiful. You know it's good. Yeah. You know it's holy or whatever, right? Because it's just it just is. Right. And that's what you get when you get surrender. You might not know what's in front of you, but you know that you're okay because you're in the boat with Jesus and he's going to bring you mm. with somebody else that's in the same boat that's with so him good. and bring them together. Does that make sense? That's so good. And so when you're standing there and you're on the your little baby Moana, you're getting proposed to whatever, <laughs> right? We're bringing it into existence. <laughs> amen. Amen for Nicole. Amen. Um, but when you're standing there and you're looking, just know and you're looking out, you might not know it's there, yeah, but wow. in that surrender, hmm. there is faithfulness, and the Lord will be faithful to you. Yeah, that's so good. And I just think, like, that's a testament to, like, his goodness, right? right. Like, his goodness that we're sometimes so quick to forget when it's hard to make that decision, when it's hard to know whether we, like, open up our hands or we hold it in so, like, close to our hearts and we keep it to ourselves. Um, But I think of... I think of the fact that, like, all of this is really just, like, taking obedience into journeying into the unknown. Like, you're literally, like, That's taking what the a ocean journey, is. Right? Yeah, Into, absolutely. like, this, like, unknown, unknown. area. Like, that's a traditional thing, And that is what like. surrender is, right? Because yeah. there is no way in heck that, funny enough, almost three, mm-hmm. that's, oh my gosh, I just realized that. It will be, like, it will be three years. It will be three years since I said I ended the situationship on, like, my wedding day. Never would I have ever thought. Stop. That's not true. <gasps> yes. I just realized that in this conversation. Three years. Three that's years wild. later. I am almost sh- to the day. I think it was like a couple days off. I'm three really years later. Wow. That's, if that's would not I, the Lord right there, like giving you clear signs. Literally. Like full circle moments. Wow. Full circle moments. And like, I, I'm so blessed to be able to. To say, oh my, I'm almost to the end of the circle, right? But, but man, like to think of all the beautiful steps around the mm, circle too, yeah, right. And to know that on that day, yeah, it might be a completion of a circle, but there's a whole another circle just beginning, right? Yeah. And so it's a never-ending cycle of surrender. Come on, yeah. But to know that the Lord is just making all of these beautiful circles along mm-hmm. the way, man, that that is the best gift. To know that the ultimate. Man, this ultimate being that it just created everything is so intricate and loves you so much that he's mm, making all yeah. of your individual circles come to fruition. Man, that's a good God. Right? It's like that verse, I think, in Proverbs that it says, like, you can, like, the man can, like, plan their steps, but, the, like, the Lord ordains them. And, like, the Lord yeah. really is what sees it, like, yeah. come into fruition. And I just think of, like, again, speaking to the person, and I know Soph's talked about this a little bit, but speaking to the person that maybe is listening to this and, like, you're like, I don't, I haven't surrendered. Like, I've, like, made the decision before. Or I don't know Jesus. Or, like, I've maybe, like, felt this gut feeling before, but I haven't listened to it. I think for me, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned through just, like, learning the act of surrender is learning the fact that, like, the Lord is so gracious that even in my moments of not, of, like, where I've not surrendered, where I've like been even like blatantly disobedient and like I know what it is I'm supposed to do, but I'm like, just kidding, Jesus. Like I prefer to hold on to this than to hand it over to you. That he is like the God that can still reroute and like work things out for your good no matter 
um, whether you surrendered it the first time mm-hmm. or you surrendered it down the line. Like that, like I think we have this like misconception in our heads that like if you didn't like follow the plan, like according to plan the first time, then like suddenly it's like, it's all messed up. And I think like, that's where the grace of God comes in. Like, I think without it, like, man, he is the kind of God that like, it's okay. Like you didn't surrender it now. Like I will give you an opportunity like to do that. Um, Like all he really wants is like you. Absolutely. And I mean, like previous, I mean, how many times did I try and let go of that guy? I mean, a thousand and six. I mean, I tried again and again and again. And oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you want to talk about trying to surrender yeah. something? I couldn't surrender it. I couldn't right. surrender it. But it was my that that final moment, and I think that that's why the Lord had me surrender my husband's surrender Oscar mm-hmm. every day until I met him. Mm-hmm. In between that season, right? And I mean, I had been like praying about my husband for years, but like that actual act, Lord, I surrender. Lord, I surrender every day. It was it was to get me used to holding my hands open when it came to exactly oscar and the cool thing that yeah. you mentioned like holding your hands open because i feel like i've i've used this like metaphor before but i think it's this beautiful picture of like we've all carried tons of things in our hands before right and it's like when you have a ton in your hands like the matter of the fact is like you can't place more in them because like you just don't have room so i think like the beautiful way to like think of surrender is like you physically have to let go of something that you're holding on to in order to make room for something else right yes like if my hands are wide open but I am carrying things even if they're wide open then what happens is that like I don't have room to put something else in them right and things that you aren't even supposed to carry in the first place Things that you aren't even supposed to carry in the first place. Let's talk about that for a second, right? I mean, if we're just holding on to all these bags when we're only meant to carry two, okay? Then our hands are too full. Then our hands are too full to actually see and look into what the two bags we're supposed to be holding are and to enjoy those contents. Come on, yes, exactly. I mean, that right there... I mean, that right there. <laughs> that right, could on. be a whole message. That could be a whole message on itself. So Great. I was going to leave that right there. Um, but it's the truth. It's it is like, the truth. It and is I the think truth. sometimes, like, we were talking about that self-awareness when it comes to our communities last week. But I think that's just as important when it comes to learning what we're holding in our hands in order to surrender it, right? Like, there's that really cliche saying of, like, until you like know that there's a or like until you can accept that there's a problem and recognize it, can you fix it? And so I think like being able to be self aware and accepting of like okay maybe I am holding on to things that I need to be letting go of, and I think sometimes even coming to that conclusion is really hard, right? Like Absolutely. I've definitely played like the card of oh if I just like avoid it or if I just like you know, trick myself into believing like it is supposed to be in my hands and like I'm not aware of it, then like maybe I don't have to give it up, mm. right? Or mm. um, I was thinking of this one time, like, you know when you play Jenga and like you have to like take the top pieces out and like when you start pulling the bottom ones, that's really when like the Jenga like False. tower starts falling. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times what we'll do is we'll be like, oh, Jesus, like I'll surrender my top pieces. Like, sure. Like you can have like my job. Like you can have like my finances that I don't really care about. Like you can have like all these things that like aren't really like a value to us just because we're kind of like masking the thing that we're really called to surrender. And it's not till we like pull the bottom piece out. That's so till good. we like surrender so like good. the very thing yeah. like that's the root 
of like what God is calling us to surrender, does the tower come crashing down? That's so good. I love that. That's such a good word. And the other thing that popped in my head when you were talking, right? And because I really feel this, right? Like it's not like, and sometimes you're not even let, supposed to let go of anything. That's Some, true. Sometimes it's just reprioritizing things. Yeah. Sometimes that's mm. an act of surrender. Being like, you know what? I need to prioritize the Lord over my job, over my spouse, over whatever it may be. That's good. Right? Like, or whatever, or vice versa. Or I prioritize Jesus, but I'm prioritizing my job over my spouse. You know yeah. what I mean? And not like taking the time to truly see like, where is it that things like fixing those puzzle pieces so that you see that complete picture of that season rather than just seeing a mumble jumble because you're so in it. You can't even like see what the priority order, order is exactly. supposed to be. No, that's so good. And I think like a good way of bringing this conversation like full circle is like, I full think maybe- circle, bidding ching. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're always doing those like dad joke moments. Gosh. Um, is to like, I think talk about that. The fact that the best thing that we can surrender, I think is our time. If I'm being really honest, right? Because I think like... Time is money. Time is money. But I also think like if... Man, maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus. And if that's the case for you, then like... Gosh, like through listening to this, do I hope that like something is like sparked inside of you to maybe like even start questioning it or even to start like creating this intrigue? Because I think the best gift that we could give you is like the knowledge of knowing that like the best thing that you can surrender is your time and is... Anything that, like, takes up your time to not pursuing a relationship with the Lord. And I think, like, at least in my life, I've seen time and time again that when I'm not willing to surrender that, like, when I, like you said, prioritize so many other things above that, man, does it even become become hard for me to surrender other things that are, like, down the list of, like, things that I should be, like, Mm -hmm. slowly, like, you know, pushing away from or giving up. Um, And so... I don't know. I just think like thinking about that, like, what do you think? What's, what's yeah. for you? Like, what's the thing that you would say, like, man, in order to like really grow and develop, whether that's spiritually or whether that's like personally in this transitional season, like, what would you say is key to surrendering? That's a really big question. I mean, sorry. The, the, <laughs> no, you're like, let's wrap up. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's so deep. I mean, Oh my goodness, the cookie cutter Christian answer is Jesus, right? And but I mean, there's so much truth in that. Like, right, you can't truly surrender without Him. I mean, in a practical sense, in a practical way, right? Um, maybe write it out, right? Like, yeah. see it in front of you. Like, write all the different things and um, prior. Like, maybe just write them in a list, and then um, at the end, put numbers by each one of like, mm-hmm. hey, I need to prioritize this the most. This is the most like family or job or church, whatever it may be, and prioritizing it that way. I think that could be really helpful for some people. Um, Again, just self moments of reflection like that. Um, And and if you are a Christian, bringing Jesus into that and asking him to lead you. I think that that would be my my really practical, tangible um, advice. And then the other thing I would say after making the list is stick to the list, right? Mm. It's easy to be like, okay, I'm going to self-reflect for 10 minutes and here's my list and okay, I'm going to go back to normal. But it's like that, um, my dad always tells me consistency is key, right? So consistently um, making those lists or even just checking in on those Mm -hmm. lists, um, I think that that can be really helpful. Yeah. And I think another big reason why like we thought that starting this like transitional season series with surrender was so important um, was because like not 
only is there so much practically that you can do when it comes to this, but I think also, I think it's probably the first step to um, accepting, like not only where you're at now, but I think in knowing where it is that you're supposed to go next, right? Yep. It's like this like double picture of like, when you start doing this, can you start actually opening the box to everything else? Right. And it's like to come. Absolutely. And you can't, you can't transition well without surrender oh my gosh whether you're a christian or not you have to surrender that okay well i guess i'm changing things up now right because again you just don't have enough time yeah nor like with band to carry everything all the time right absolutely yeah absolutely i think it's just i'm preaching to myself with that one i know i a couple times i'm like dang okay (laughs) (laughs) that's some conviction right there making this podcast for ourselves i know (laughs) no in all honesty and i think that's why we're like so passionate about one this series but I think also just like these conversations that we get to have with you because it's like these are real things that we're processing and that we're living and that we're like you know we're preaching to the choir like absolutely I mean right like yeah absolutely I mean like both of us like mm -hmm. right I know for me like I start a new job I'm engaged we're doing the table like it is just so much and not to mention like at each one of those individual things I have a checklist of like 105 right hello and so like all those are like transition it's a transitional season like that might be the title but surrender is a huge thing because there's no way there's no way I can do all of it without the help of Jesus no exactly right because it's just so much so I think as young adults like as the community that we're a part of just like within our generation, like transitional seasons come so quickly and so often. And so I think like, man, the better that we can get at not only like learning surrender, but I think at like learning all the other like parts of this process that comes with transitioning into the next season. Like, I think just later down the line, like in your life, like, I mean, I think just these new seasons never end. So I think it's just like, building that habit, building that character of knowing how to do this. And so I love these conversations. I and just, I loved this conversation. This was too. some fire. That, <laughs> I said that last time oh, and really? you were like, girl, I'm not going to say to you. That's so funny. Well, this conversation was, I really. Oh, I agree. It was amazing. I, it was good for my soul. So I hope good it blesses mine. yours too. Yes. We love you. We're so excited that you took the time to listen to this week's episode. Yes. And we can't wait to be back with you next week. Yes. We are so excited to talk to you again soon, friends. And we hope that you have the best week ever. See you later. Bye.